You are listening to Let Me Overthink About It, where I dive into a series of topics that occupy my anxious mind. I'm Sam Mador, overthinker extraordinaire. This week, I'm overthinking about finding your voice with my pal, Ellen Marshall. Marshall is the event manager and public relations officer for the Nova Scotia Native Women's Association. She has over 20 years experience in event planning and management. She is a member of the Millbrook First Nation and lives in Truro. She is the chair of the Colchester Adult Learning Association Board of Directors. She volunteers in her community for many events and has a small catering business and performs free online cooking classes. Ellen has one son, Charlie, and a rescue dog, Pearl. Here's our chat. I am here with Ellen Marshall. Hello, Ellen. Hi, Sam. This is awesome. I have to say, Ellen, you're my guinea pig because <laughs> we are in, I mean, it's the same office I've always worked in, okay. but I've rearranged it to a more cozy kind of atmosphere to have our conversation today. So you're testing her out. It's lovely. I like it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it is cozy. Yeah, right. So we are overthinking today about finding your voice. And it's so funny. I have to share. Ellen's like, I picked the topic because I have a lot of things to say about that in relation to you. But you were kind of like, why that topic? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So just before I get into my reasons for why, what do you, when I say that to you, finding your voice, what, what triggers, what does that trigger in you? I think it's one of those things. I, it's funny because I have something with. I've had conversations with other friends about the same thing. Ah. So, it was kind of interesting that you said that to me, um, because I, you know, like I do have other friends that are like, you know, well, you helped inspire me to do this and da 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 da. Like, so. That's what I think about is, is because I've always just said what's on my mind. Right. <laughs> um, I have, um, a very minimal filter yep. and, um, it's just what I've always done. I've, I, I've always been like this, um, in sort of my adult life. Right. Um, so I guess finding my voice was, um, pretty easy just for me, right? Just because it's something that I've always done, and I've always just I, I, I find a, I have a hard time just like not um, telling people kind of what I think, and it's not like you know, let me tell you what I think well, about you. Like you I was know just I mean? gonna say that when so. you said that about not having a filter, I was like, we have to put a caveat on that. Like yeah. I don't think it's like offensive. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. And that's my that's exactly it. Right? Yeah. Like I'm never you know. I mean, I'm sure I've offended people before, but I'm not, that's not my intent Yeah. by any means is to be offensive to anyone or, or offend anyone. Yeah. But yeah, I've just always been, that's, I, I've had people say, you know, they're like, oh, geez, Ellen, why don't you tell us what you really think? Like, that's like, <laughs> sort but, of. Right. And I can totally, I understand that, but it's like, for me, it's such a comforting thing to know. Like if I say something to you, I know you're going to tell me the truth. That's, that's the comforting side of it, right? Whether like, 
hundred percent. Like it or not. Yep. No, absolutely. <laughs> but that's, and that's the other part too, is that, I mean, like clearly I will tell you the truth. Yeah. I'll tell you, but I'm not going to be, I'm, it's not malicious. Like I'm not mean about it or anything yeah. like that. You know, you could just like, um, and I also, I'm not a big sugar coder, so, but I can tell you in a way that's like, you know, sort of meaningful or <laughs> yeah, maybe helpful or something to that effect. But I just never would want to, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings <laughs> by telling them the truth, but I am like, I'm, I'm honest yeah. in everything that I do. Yeah. yeah. No, that's cool. And that's the, that consistent piece too, right? Is yeah. that no matter who it is that you're talking to, that's, that stays true. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's interesting. And so the reason I thought of you for this topic in particular is fo- following you on social media. I feel like you always, you find a way to speak for folks who maybe won't speak up for themselves. Yeah. So for me, because that comes not, I see it as because it comes naturally to you. You see it as a, a help to other folks as well, maybe, or maybe that's just a nice side effect. I mean, it could just be a nice side effect. <laughs> I don't know if you're like consciously saying I'm going to do this to speak for other folks who can't. Well, no, because but. I also don't ever want to speak for other folks, like for right. other people, right? So fair. Because, yeah, I see what you're do saying. Do you know what I mean? Like, yep. so when I say something, if I post something on my social media, which you know I've kind of dialed it back a little bit, um, but uh, if I say something that I, you know, like I can also have the caveat saying like, I am not speaking for, for example, like all indigenous people, like in of my, course. you know, yeah, yeah. and I'm not, <laughs> which you can't anyway, but I mean like also, you know, like I'm not speaking for all indigenous people in my community. So right. let alone in my household. Do yeah. You, like, so, I but do. if you're going to, you know, but there are some times where, you know, like I'll post something and I'm like, you know, I don't know what happened to it. It's just like, goes crazy viral and I'm like how the hell did that happen like (laughs) I don't even have you on my Facebook like how are you sharing my stuff but I just but you know it's sometimes you just I'm able to articulate things that someone's just like huh that's exactly what I was thinking like that's totally yeah and the funny thing is because I have had posts where I'm you know I've thought had this big thought process and I'm in my head I'm like okay, this is what I will say. This is how I'll word it. And I'm like, no. And I'll like go back and I'm editing it in my (laughs) head, which is like, what is wrong with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But, and then I go to say something and I'll see like, um, this is like, you know, maybe last year, the year before or whatever, I'll see Dan Rather's post and Dan Rather would say something. I'm like, oh my God, like you said exactly what I wanted to say. So this is perfect. So now I don't even have to say it. I just have to, you know, post yeah. what he said. Yeah, yeah. But I know that sometimes it's the same thing with other people. Like they're just like, oh, you said exactly what I wanted to say, you know. That's right. In a much more probably <laughs> articulate way, right? Yeah. And, not, and not in the Dan Rather situation no, necessarily. Yeah. But when, you know, when I see posts from you, I'll think, yeah, that that speaks to what I'm feeling, yeah. um, but I didn't know how to find the words for it. Yeah. And that would be another part of it, feeling. So I am like, I really will say what I'm feeling Yeah, and really try and figure out how I can 
sort of express that and write it, type it, whatever, like how I can say that is what, what I'm really feeling. Right. So that's kind of, and I've been writing stuff for a long time. Like I, you know, like just in different, just in even different jobs and things like right. that. So I have this. You can parse it out and make it sound concise and to the yeah. point. Yeah. 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 Okay, I've never asked, or I feel like I have asked this question before, but I, I always knew the answer. <laughs> or do would you call yourself an overthinker? Oh my god, yeah. Okay, I'm like a maniac. <laughs> I, was like, is, I was like, is Ellen going to be the first person on my podcast who isn't one? But no, okay, no, you are. <laughs> I totally do. I totally do. Yeah, right. Okay. And I and I'll I will say though. There are things that I completely overthink about, mm-hmm. but then there's sometimes, like, just like that, no problem. I can, I'm fine. Yeah. But I overthink, like, God, I overthink about, like, what the hell I'm going to make for dinner, you know? <laughs> like, this is, I yeah, am. fair. Yeah. That's me. On that note, though, and we're doing this interview at dinner time, like, close to dinner time. Is you- it? I mean, like for normal people. For nor- well, actually, I don't usually eat until much later. But yeah. but for normal people, it's probably close to dinner time. And you do cooking sessions through your culinary creations. Okay. So it actually surprises me that you said that you overthink what to make for dinner. Because for me, I do because I can't cook. But like, I guess there's two ways of looking at that. Because you because you can cook, the kind of the sky's the limit. I guess maybe what happens in that instance too is because I go I go crazy like it's like a crazy thing where I'm going oh I could do this and this and this and I'm like oh but you know what would be good (laughs) is I could do you know like da 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 and then sometimes I sit there I'll start on maybe well I used to do it through the pandemic I was um that was how it started Right. The cooking classes online. Oh, I thought you did it before that even. No, I started it through the pandemic because everyone was bored out of their trees. So I said, well, someone asked me, you know, like, would you think about like, what would you think about doing a cooking class online? I'm like, oh, nobody wants to hear me. Like no one wants to listen (laughs) to me or, or watch me, you know, do this friggin' shit online. And, Mm -hmm. and uh, they're like, Oh my God, I totally watch it, you know? So, and I, I started it with a video. Um, I made a video on a guacamole (laughs) and, um, (coughs) excuse me. Um, it went over well, (laughs) apparently. So I started to do the live classes and, um, they were hilarious. Now I thought they were hilarious, but only because like, I also think that I'm hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I'm really rocking this. Oh, like I, I mean, so then, um, I started those and they were really funny where, but then I had like people commenting and there was all these comments and I'm like trying to chit chat with everyone. I had zero setup. So I had no clue what I was doing. I was doing it with my hand, like my phone in my hand. Oh my God. And doing it Trying to cook at the same time. Oh my God, because I'm a maniac, right? Like no injuries or anything occurred while you were... (laughs) Oh my God, I've burnt myself. I've cut myself. Like I've constantly. So 
that's how that went down. And then it just kind of took off and everyone was just like, thought it was hilarious. So I ended up doing it, um, every Friday. That's awesome. But that's what would happen. So I would post, so it would be Friday evening and then I would post maybe on Monday cause people were cooking along with me. Yeah. Is how it sort yep. of went down. And so I posted on Monday. So I would stress and overthink every little detail from Saturday oh, no. until I posted it on Monday about what would I do? What yeah. would I make? What does, what do people want to learn how to make? What do, oh my oh, God, man. like it would just go crazy. That, like I would obsess with it like <laughs> over the entire weekend and then finally do it and then just be like, oh my God, what did I do? Maybe I should change it. It's a whole thing. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you definitely are an overthinker. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's interesting because, uh, and I feel like through that process too, we're talking about um, finding your voice. I relate it a lot to being authentic too, right? Obviously, if you're finding your voice, it's your authentic, true voice. Right. So the beauty of those live videos is like you're getting Ellen. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Like there's no, like you're just like raw Friday night Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> but that's what it was. It was Friday night Ellen, <laughs> yeah. which was um, uh, drinking wine, <laughs> um, possibly smoking some marijuana. <laughs> And um, swearing like a sailor. So it was just, yeah. that was me. And cooking. And that was like one of the things that I just like absolutely love to do. So, yeah. and it, the cooking part for me was, um, it's a, uh, it chills, like it chills me out. It makes me, it soothes me, you know, yeah. like it's just a. Uh, and also there's that part of like helping people again, right? It's like you're doing it and it's yeah. helping you on some kind of therapeutic level through the pandemic yeah. probably, right? But then also you're helping other people. It's It's got a purpose as well yeah. outside of just helping you. Not just helping you, but helping you. No, you're right. Like it yeah. was, and, and I've, you know, it was one of those things. I hope that it was helpful for people. Like, I, and I was asking people that too. Like, you know, yeah. are you even learning anything <laughs> or are you just tuning in because it's like entertainment? Like, do you have your popcorn <laughs> out or are you actually like following along? <laughs> so, but there were initially, that's what it was. So yeah. people were following along and they were like, they were going out. I put out the shopping list. They were going out, buying all the ingredients. They were following along. Um, and cooking with me, like in real time. Yeah. So it was fun. Mm -hmm. And then other people were just there. <laughs> For the entertainment factor. They were just eating popcorn, drinking wine, and like totally just watching for entertainment. And now... So after it went on for however long the pandemic lasted, um, <laughs> it's now it's just like strictly entertainment. I love it. It's so crazy. are you still doing it? <laughs> so like sporadically. I, well, I didn't do it all summer. Yeah. Um, because no one wants to do that in the summer. Yeah. Neither do I. Um, but uh, <clears throat> last Friday was my first. That was my trial run. My my new fall debut. <laughs> oh, I missed it. So um, it's yeah. Anyway, so we did. I did that and. Um, because, but it, it, the funniest part was, is I was doing it and I'm going, oh my God, like I forget even how, what am I supposed to be doing here? And I'm like, <laughs> so it was a good trial run, yeah. but I'll do another one in a couple weeks. 
Oh, that's um, awesome. I think, uh, I think the 30th of September I was going to do one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Very cool. So going back to it, because uh, we've talked a little bit about how um, people have said to you that it's inspired them to hear you tell your truth or find your voice or not find your voice, but use your voice, I guess, in that context. Um, And same with me. I admire that you're able to do that. Sometimes I hold back as well. As an overthinker, I hold back on how I show up in person, but on social media as well. So I do admire that as well. So how how does that feel for you? Because sometimes that's an awkward position to be in, to be like someone say to you, uh, you know, does that put pressure on you the next time you, you speak out or speak up? So I don't find that it does put pressure on mm-hmm. me for that only because that's, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do what I'm right. going to do anyway. Yeah. But <clears throat> I've had people, you know, I've had a friend of mine, she's like, the only reason that I did this and this and this is because of you. Because I, you know, like I saw you. Just in how, you know, like how you handle yourself for this or how you deal with that and how honest you are about things and direct and, and they just took that and like used it. I have one of my friends, she was like, you know, anytime I had sort of an issue and I was like overthinking things or do, you know, like kind of holding back, she's like, I would just like channel my inner Ellen. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my God, like... (laughs) But that's what an awesome compliment. That's what I thought too. Like I was like, that's amazing. And I'm so glad that I could possibly help you, you know, sort of like get there. And now, you know, and I've seen this change in this woman and it's fantastic. Yeah. So that's what, you know, that's what she did. So I have another friend right now who is saying the same thing to me because that's like, you know, going through some some personal things and uh and she's saying the same thing and I'm like oh my god like that's so awesome like I really love that yeah but and it wouldn't have been your intent no right it was just like I'm just gonna like I'm sharing this I'm doing whatever just being me exactly and to know that that ripple effect is happening yeah is probably a little bit shocking but also awesome yeah (laughs) yeah no you're right Yeah. yeah yeah and so, and when I think of you as well, so the other part of the, the voice conversation, something I've always struggled with is speaking up. I'm a processor. So if I'm sitting at a table, like a board meeting or what a committee, whatever that is, which is actually how we met, I think years ago was sitting at a committee for yeah. events um, to Colchester or no, we met long before that. I don't know if it, I think it was that. That's when you I know feel like music week. That was oh, that pro- no. Was that prior to that was kind of in concert. I think they were at the same time, but I knew you through Dutch Mason, but didn't really know you super well, That's like right. the Dutch Mason yeah. festival. But yeah. then I feel like I got to know you better sitting at that yeah. table. So something I've always struggled with is voicing my concerns in that setting. So it's a group of people, community minded people. I have my, my strong opinions about something, but I find it hard to to voice that in the moment. Cause I feel like I need to take it away. I need to process it. I need to, what you got to sit with it for a minute. Yeah. And, but um, I feel like there's at those tables, like I f- see your confidence at those tables. Like I, and maybe that's just me having imposter syndrome and, and not recognizing it in yourself. I have no idea, but like I would 
I, I just see that you would have that confidence to, to voice your opinion about whatever it is. Um, and I think, I, I mean, like, I definitely, um, <laughs> I definitely have opinions, but I definitely, some of the, some of the, um, tables that I sit on, like, um, that I sit at are just, uh, I feel the same way. Cause I'm yeah. kind of like, uh, do I need to think about this for a second or, yeah. um, should I just like, should I just blurt out what I'm thinking? But then I'm, yeah. you know, I'm just like, okay, simmer down for a second. Yeah. And, um, but I mean like I can process stuff pretty quickly too. So if I can process it really quickly, then I can say what I'm talking, like what I, you know, what my intent is or whatever, yeah. what I think about something. But I try not to, um, I try not to take it and really stew on it because then I start crazy overthinking. Right? And then you end up not saying anything at all. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's so disappointing. And then later on you're like, oh, why didn't why I say didn't that? I say that? <laughs> and by the way, just to clear, to clarify, I did not mean that you weren't, you were speaking without thinking no, at no, all. No, no, no. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, just want, I just want to clarify that. I, I was just more the processing part, like yeah. to be able to have that confidence to say, no, I'm, I like, cause we have a lot of the same experience. We have lots mm-hmm. of event marketing, writing experience. Yeah. And so, um, I think about you and a couple others in the community who I, I almost default to, if I'm in a room with, with other folks who have that same experience, I'm like, well, I'll default to them instead of speaking. Which is really up. funny because it's funny that you say that because I, I sort of default to you in some of those things, like in some of those meetings that we, you know, that we have sat, like been in, in the past, Yeah. like, because you, because of your experience and because of your experience on that sort of community level. Right. Right. Yeah. So whereas, I mean, I have, I have that experience, but maybe like probably not as much as you do. Okay. I just have to call this out. Do men do this? (laughs) No, I no. don't think so. Like I, I, really, I mean, I don't know, but I mean, like, I'm I not, know, but I don't think so. Cause what I was really feeling like what I was kind of, when I started having this conversation, which again was not intending to have this conversation, we just got to fly by the seat of our pants. However, when I started having this conversation, I was thinking about it from a perspective, from a, a lens of me being a woman in those mm-hmm. meetings. And often, um, you know, if there's men in the group, oftentimes they, are the focus or they voice their concerns louder or more or fill in the blank, whatever. And so I wonder, and obviously we're both women, but I wonder if, and I doubt that they have these conversations where they're, or these thoughts in their heads where they're like, Oh, I'm going to default to so-and-so because they, they know more than I do. Right. I doubt it. Yeah. I'm very doubtful. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's funny because I, didn't wear my friggin' my my Wednesday t-shirt. <laughs> the t-shirt that says on Wednesdays we smash the patriarchy. Oh, <laughs> so I this love is it. what I'm like. But I also am um lately that's my I'm like, nope, that is like a completely patriarchal system. Like why because yeah. they are not thinking that way. Why the hell should I think that way? Yeah. Why am I second guessing myself? Because I'm a woman? Because I'm an indigenous woman, because I'm a young woman, because, you yeah. know, da, 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 like, why? Right. So stop doing it. So I, I have, so I get those things in my head where I'm like, no, Ellen, don't do that. Yeah. 
just say what you mean, say what you're thinking. And if it's a question, ask the question. So I have, I do that. And where I'm saying to myself now, I'm in these meetings because I sit in all kinds of them. No, just say it, ask the question, make your comments, whatever, because you are not like you are an intelligent woman, Yes, you know, like, and I've got my shit together. I know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about something. So no. So that's how I start to, I started to do that. Um, that, I mean, like lately in the last like year or so, that's why, you know, and of course you see me now in a couple meetings, right? Yeah. Where it's like, that's my thing. It's like, I have, that's why I have it. That, you know, what you're referring to as the confidence, but that's just me saying to myself, I've already said it to myself, no, this is important. This is how I feel. This is, you know, because you can't, you're not diminishing people's feelings. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Sorry. I just had something in my head and it completely went away. The reason I'm distracted, I just kind of got emotional (laughs) actually. The reason I got distracted because like I feel like, and every every podcast episode seems to lean towards my mom at some point in the conversation. Yeah. So, because I think to myself as you were talking, and I I just came back to what I wanted to say is um, with age, I feel like that's coming, and I was just thinking to myself as you were saying that, uh, I would love for my mom to see that confidence. In me right. shifting. Right. So it is amazing how much I can, how many times I can turn a conversation into one about my mom. But so I know you and I have both lost our moms. I have. <laughs> it's funny that you say that because one of the, and I tell this story all the time because it is a story for me that really resonated and really means something to me. And I was a child. So I was a child and I, I mean, like if anyone's listening to this and anyone that knows me, they have probably heard this story before, (laughs) um, because I was a child and my, we went to, um, the co-op for ice cream Mm -hmm. and my mom brought me down to the co-op for ice cream and like where the co-op is now is the, um, uh, the bank on uh, Willow street, the, um, credit union oh yeah 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 anyway the co-op was there and you'd pull up and it was just whatever the co-op was and then there was like an outside window for ice cream so then I went up mom was in the car parked over here I went up to go get ice cream and the gal in the window was there and she was going to serve me and then this guy pulls up and he gets out and steps in front of me and orders ahead of me Mm. and the girl saw me but she was also just a young girl yeah but she saw me I mean she's clearly older than me but um to be working but she saw me and everything and then she didn't she kind of didn't know what to do um because this adult yeah man was went ahead of me and said you know here's my order oh my god my mother gets out of the car and says, excuse me, <laughs> did you not see this young girl here waiting ahead of you? And he said, no, I didn't. She said, it's because you didn't even, you walked right past her, you stood in front of her, you ordered ahead of her. And then she said, and then the, you know, like the young girl, like taking your order, well, she knew you were, she knew 
you know, you weren't ahead of her. Right. Everything. But because she's also a young girl, like you just basically force yourself upon her to say, here's my order. She's and also like, to get ice cream. To get ice cream. Like, <laughs> that's what she was like. You know, you're standing in line. Like, you, you're standing in front of this little girl. Yeah. And I wasn't even a young girl. Like, I was a little girl. You know, you're ordering, like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. You know, shame on you. And th- and she basically, like, proceeds to tell this man off. <laughs> and that was my mom. Yeah. But that was... And she didn't say, this is my daughter or anything else. She said, this young girl right yeah so he didn't even know that he's like basically like this woman came out of nowhere (laughs) is like you know and he was like oh i'm so like i'm sorry go ahead yeah and so then i go ahead and order and whatever and off i go but at this point she rectifies the situation goes back to her vehicle and is waiting not even because she's like no you can do this yourself that's right but except for the fact that i couldn't at the time like i was not in a position as a little girl to be like excuse me sir yes but after that you sort of are in that position because now you know what to be like how to stand up for yourself and how to you know what that looks like in real time right yeah that was like the that was something that my mom gave me in the that made you know like was like okay here ellen this is like what you need this is the confidence that you need this is what you and that's basically like how it happened and then (laughs) well and then you mirror that right like you know later in your life when you are potentially sitting at this table or whatever and you say no what would mom do right like (laughs) and i have those i have those thoughts too i have those fleeting thoughts all the time but i mean like yeah you know my mom's been gone for 15 years like yeah so it's you know a little bit less than you frequent yeah. maybe yeah but still i have those things there's still always something that's there that's like no because my mom gave me this and she helped give me my voice so. yeah totally and i remember and i've shared i think i've shared this on my podcast before maybe not but um when mom died we were all in the room with her mm-hmm. and uh it was like, and I'm not a spiritual person. I wouldn't have ever called myself a spiritual person right. until that exact second where I just had this feeling kind of just flood over me. And like, I, and I said to myself, and I actually, look, I tattooed it on myself. I said to myself, I am a fucking warrior because of this woman. Yeah. And the amount of times since then in the last two years that I've gone back to that because the shit she went through and the stuff she stood up for and all of those things, like that's in me. And I just have to remind myself of that. Always. Yeah. yeah. And that's like, I think that your tattoo is like a beautiful reminder of that. Right. Cause it's easy to forget in the yeah. moment. Yeah. Oh, so, did you <laughs> like I have my, I have oh. my mother's name. Is that her signature? Yeah. That's her oh. handwriting. That's so, awesome. Yeah. And it's just that like, because well, I'm a visual person. Yeah. This room is a testament to that. If you look around, there's like all the little quotes and crap that you can see around the room where yeah. it's like just a quick reminders. Like if I'm feeling stressed, if I'm overwhelmed, not to say that I don't let go down huge rabbit holes and feel like shit and yeah. all those things, but at least there's little things you can do. You look at your arm, you look at the wall, whatever, yeah. that kind of bring you back into focus. Yeah, snap you back. Or try. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like a... 
there's always those days where you're like, nope, you can look at those things and they're supposed to snap you back in, but they send you spiraling. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. But why don't I feel like a warrior? (laughs) It's only just this one minute, (laughs) but then you have to let, you have to allow yourself those times because if you don't, then, then you can't go back to that. That's right. Oh, oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You have to be okay with having those low moments so you that you can to. get back to the warrior oh, moments. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Do you do quotes? Like, are you a quotey kind of person? Uh, not really. Yeah. Uh, not really. No. I had this conversation. You know, Deb Barnhill. Yeah. I had this conversation with Deb on my last season and she basically made fun of me because she thought I was one of those live, love, laugh kind of people. (laughs) And I was like, I quickly like did a scan around my room. Like, I don't think I have that one. (laughs) I'll take it down. (laughs) Although the funny thing is, uh, Birdie, um, my Boston Terrier has a bowl that says live, laugh, bark or something like that. So I actually should tell Deb that. (laughs) Like, I don't have live, love, laugh, but I do have one for Birdie. Yeah. No, I don't. I definitely am not. Um, I don't have, like, quotey things around my. I mean, I have one. <laughs> I have one in my kitchen that says, don't be a dick. But there you go. I mean, <laughs> that's good. And that was a gift. That was a gift from my one of my girlfriends. And, uh, yeah. And I have it right. I put it right in my kitchen. I'm like, yep, just don't be a dick. Like, I love that's, it. I mean, yeah. those are words to live by. <laughs> it gets the point across. It's short and sweet. Yep. You can remember it very easily. Yep. <laughs> I love that. I think yeah. there's one just around the corner that you can see that calm the fuck yeah, down. calm the fuck down. That's another, yeah. that's another good one because, man. And the other one there, too, is uh, you can't make everyone happy because you're not pizza. Yeah. Uh, or you're not pizza. I like that one a lot, too, because the people pleaser in me is just, like, sometimes off the, off the rails. Yeah. Yeah funny because I don't know if I'm I I thought I tried to get rid of that people pleasing I think that I had it I think that that was me for a while yeah and then I just said ah to hell with this because why like you're never gonna make everyone happy it's just not gonna happen but how do you get there in the moment because inevitably you're always gonna come or I feel like even though you've been to the point where you say fuck it I feel like there's still a moment where you're having those feelings where you have to get yourself back to fuck it. Like, how do you transition yourself back to, or is it just, I don't know. Maybe it's not even a conscious thing. I don't think for me, I don't think it's a conscious thing. For me, I think sometimes I'm just like, nah, like I can't even, but there are times though, when I start to overthink things Mm -hmm. where I'm like, um, what what does this mean? What do they like? Maybe if someone said something, whatever. I'm kind of like, wait, what is that? Am I? Do I have to? Do I have to fix this? Do I have to do that? And then sometimes I'm like, no, 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 and I'm like, snap it out, like just going, nope, fuck it, like yeah. just say fuck it and carry on with your life. <laughs> there was one meme that went out on social media like a few years ago I've seen it kind of cycle as as memes go you see them cycle through where it was like as you're going through your day and whatever you just yell plot twist and then like (laughs) shift into so if it's like you're same with your train of thought if it's like my train my thoughts are going down this crazy destructive rabbit hole plot twist (laughs) like my thing with my old co-workers was a squirrel 
Oh yeah, just yeah. Be we like, it. squirrel <laughs> <laughs> off you go. Like yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it can be so 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 destructive. Do you have, I mean, you're a very community-minded person. Um, do you have a community, would you say you have a community of people that you can go to that you're, it's like that's kind of what keeps you going through too? Like if you if you kind of falter off of that track of fuck it, yeah. that you can kind of help bring you back? Yeah, for sure. Which, absolutely. I mean, that's so important too. Yeah. I have, um, yeah, I absolutely do. I have like some pretty spectacular friends Mm -hmm. um and but I know so many people and I have so many little different groups of of friends yeah too so and there's always I can I can figure out what I need um you know like from the from that group yeah that's interesting because it's funny because if it's like I want someone who I can just like not think about anything with and just like mindless, whatever I'm going to call this person. Or if I need somebody who I can have that deep intellectual conversation with, I'm going to call this person. Right. Yeah. It does make a difference. It was funny. Debbie Lawrence. Do you know, you know, Debbie Lawrence Um, from abundant living. She's like a local business coach. Okay. Um, she said to me once, uh, don't go to the mailman or don't go to the drugstore looking for the mailman or something like that. What? Anyway, I can't, (laughs) I'm really not doing her justice right now when she said it, but to the point where it's like, go to the right people for the right thing. That's right. Because if you go to the wrong person, then you're just going to set yourself up to feel potentially worse. Yeah. 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 And why are you like setting it? But some people do it to, they sabotage themselves or they set themselves up for failure. But I am like perpetually trying to set myself up for success. So I just, um... Yeah, I I generally know who I need to go to for what. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. If you need reinforcement or if you just need ears or if you just need, yeah. 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 No, that's, yeah. Or if you need somebody to say, what the fuck are you thinking? But that, exactly. <laughs> We've just come full circle in our conversation. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. that's, and you're exactly right. And I would be that person for a lot of people. <laughs> I will ask Ellen because she'll tell me the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Do those shoes look good? No. <laughs> no, they do not. No. Take those off right now. Burn them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I like that though. And I think um, for me too, it's having, you know, it's like relationships too, right? Marriages, whatever relationship you're in. It's like knowing that with your partner, you can also say like, I just need you to listen. You know, I just, I don't need you to fix it. Like there's always that sort of delicate balance, that's, right? Yeah. That's a good one too. Yeah. I don't need you to fix it. I actually don't even need your advice. I just need you to listen to what I have to say. Cause I have yep. to get it out and talking to your own self doesn't help sometimes. No, it <laughs> so really you, doesn't. You, know, you really need to talk some to someone else or just talk it out. Yeah. That's yeah. Cause the, normally, or a lot of times you can kind of build your own solution into that little, that train of just talking it out. Yeah, exactly. Do you write for that purpose at all? Like, do you write no. for, no, doesn't I, work for you. No, it doesn't work for me. Um, I'm a, like, I mean, there's times where like, I don't shut the fuck up. Right. So I'm just like, da 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 like chit chatting, like all the time. So that's, so writing for me just doesn't do it. I need to like, verbally <laughs> like, I get that and sometimes for me writing is is 
that for me. Yeah. But also sometimes I can't write fast enough. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like I've got to like, I've just got to like blurt it out to someone because my the way that I, I write isn't going to be able to keep up with how I'm feeling. or right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. The urgency of getting yeah. it out. <laughs> anyway, I want to thank you. This has been a really great chat. And again, to say like, it is awkward to say, and I feel like with women, again, I'm going back to gender here, but with women, we don't often say, I admire that you do that, or thank you for, for shedding light on that for me, or, or showing up for me, right. and I, I just want to say thanks to you for, for being a voice in the community, and and uh, yeah, thanks for joining me on my podcast. No problem. <laughs> thank you very much. I really appreciate it. It's been fun. Thanks again to Ellen for our chat about finding your voice. I really hope you enjoyed our chat.